I'll point myself out to you. Someone's in my place. No, whoever it is, it's not me. But of course, I don't attend every day of the week. And in the future, at this particular period to which you've brought me, I may be taking things more easily, or I may have quit my business altogether. It is possible. I've been considering it. The phantom said nothing. And when Scrooge roused himself from his ruminations, he felt that from within the blackness of the spirit's hood, the unseen eyes were looking directly and keenly at him. He felt very cold. He shuddered. You have more to show me? Yes. Come. They left the busy scene and went into an obscure part of town. The place is foreign to you. It is, though I know of its existence and its reputation. The houses and the shops were wretched. The people half-naked, drunken, ugly. The alleys and archways, like so many cesspools, disgorged their offensiveness of smell and dirt, and life upon the struggling streets, and the entire quarter reeked with crime, with filth, with misery. This way. This way. It was nighttime. They reached a low-browed shop beneath a penthouse roof, and upon the floor of this shop were piled up heaps of rusty keys, nails, chains, hinges, files, scales, weights, and refuse iron of all kinds. Secrets that few would like to scrutinize were concealed and bred in mountains of unseemly rags, sepulchres of bones, and masses of corrupted fat and greasy offal. Stand here. Watch. <coughs> Up the ladder I did grope, and the hangman fetched his rope. Oh, but ne'er a word I spoke. Coming down, coming down. Sitting among oh, the wares he dealt in, close by a charcoal down. stove made of old bricks, and screened from the cold air by a frowsy curtaining of miscellaneous tatters on a line, was a grey-haired rascal who smoked his pipe in all the luxuriousness of calm inactivity. Soon... Greetings, Joe. Greetings, Mrs. Kelly. Come in, come in. How are you? Old. Very old. There's many old bones that you've seen in my shop, but none as ancient as mine. <laughs> You're on business, are you? I am. Oh, then it seems you're not alone. Greetings, Mrs. Dilbert. Oh, greetings, Joe. Well, 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 what a surprise. Greetings, Mrs. Dilber. <laughs> greetings, Mrs. Kelly. Well, now then, who's this? Greetings. Greetings, Mr. Mallison. Though truth be told, I'm always a little disquieted by a visit from the undertaker's man, uh, not being quite certain what business he thinks he's about. Uh, come in, nonetheless, come in. Oh, this is most curious, is it not? 
Who'd have thought it, us three visitors here, us clients of old Joe, have all met together without meaning to? Oh, yes, it's, uh, it's most amazing. You couldn't have met in a better place, though. Agreed. But please bear in mind, old Joe, the correct order of precedence. Mm. The charwoman, that is me, was here first, though not admittedly by much. Mm. The laundress was second and the undertaker's man was third. Yeah. So open my bundle, old Joe, and let me know the value of the cost. I'm not afraid if the others have a look. Oh, what's up with you, Mrs. Dilber? What's the face for? We all know where our stuff has come from. It's no sin. We all have a right to take care of ourselves. The dead fellow made sure that he did. Oh, you're not wrong there, Mrs. Kelly. Oh, you're not wrong. Besides, who's the wiser? Uh, none of us will go telling tales. No, indeed. <sighs> oh, I should hope not. And who's the worst for us removing one or two items?